0: Episode 39 of the 580 show. We are live. Dante, are we on YouTube being filmed.
1: Yeah, we're being filmed.
0: We good? We're yeah. underway. Ready Great. to roll? All right. So this week, I, I got some topics. I'll see what you guys got too. We got some questions. We'll go around the horn a little bit. Um, oh. Battle at the, the bush. battle at the bridge is where early bird pricing's gone. So that's cool. Um and we have people signed up, you know, on regular pricing already, too. So it's kind of cool. We're at like 16 or 17 people signed up already. And we're, we're not cheap.
2: even in 2022 yet.
0: Yeah. I think so, I, I posted about today. It was like, what, like 286 days still until the yep. show. Something like that. So that's cool. I really want to be sold out before the end of the year, though, like to have everything. I think we will be. That's good I was going to cool. say you're on track. I, so I talked, I talked to the owner of the uh, venue today on the phone and he's like super hype about it. And uh, I was like, what's my max? And he's like, dude, just keep bringing them. He said, <laughs> so he said just for the outside, just the patio that doesn't include like uh, if we're doing it on like an event, running it on like either side of the building or in the main parking lot or anything like that, just the back patio. They've had over 600 out there. Oh, wow. Over 600. So, so there's enough that's for, huge. for sure. Yeah. So 600 capacity in the back. That's not counting the indoor bar and restaurant. That's not including both side parking lots in the front parking lot. So ballot the bridge, start posting that hashtag. I know we're, we're probably too far out to start training for it. So I won't say that yet, but uh, thank you to everyone that signed up. And uh, I promise that we're going to put on an awesome show. And It's going to be the start of something special with this show. So yeah, uh, yeah, just a little update there. Uh another show update. Ohio strongest is sold out officially. I think I I think I did the quote I, or the count, and we're definitely 580 barbell members represented over 10 at the show. Oh yeah,
2: for sure. Uh
0: that's gonna be awesome. So Struthers, Ohio on October 30th. Uh Ohio strongest. Did you guys see? Probably you're not on Facebook. So no. they they posted a picture pictures of the venue, Riley or Dante. Did you guys see that?
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm yeah.
1: actually looking at I it did. now.
0: Yeah, it looks awesome.
2: Can you put them up on a screen, Dante? They legit just Yeah, let me see like, if I can do that. They
0: got the mayor of it looks like they got the mayor of Struthers, Ohio to just give them an empty warehouse. Yeah. Like it's insane. It's literally just an empty like commercial warehouse.
2: I talked to Matt Hodge, who's like the Metal Militia chapter. Apparently, yeah, he knows Dylan Schmidt pretty well. Yeah, they're sponsoring um, the
0: event.
2: Yeah, he said that. Um, he said he talked to him about it, and he told me when he came down to 580 that it was uh, it was just like a big where it like basically industrial warehouse. It's a huge space, like plenty of room. Dude,
0: so it
2: looks that'll be sweet.
0: It looks like a twenty thousand square foot warehouse.
1: That's awesome. It
0: was funny. I told you about the gym, Frawley, but uh,
1: this is this is it.
0: There's a there's a picture of the inside oh, wow. too. He put scroll right. Yeah. Wow. It's that. literally just an empty yeah. warehouse. It's awesome. Dude. I mean, look,
1: look at this legend. I like, guess that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. So like, look you, how much space that is, dude. That's sick.
0: Yeah. If you uh, didn't sign up for Ohio Strongest, um, come hang out. You, you can still come <clears throat> hang out. They they do have a wait list. Uh, I saw so, people always drop out of strongman shows. So if you if you're still interested, I'm sure you can get on the wait list and find your way into the show. Probably they did say one's open right now on the Facebook page. Yeah. When I looked. So, yeah, I mean, I, I'm sure there there'll be a couple spots that open up. But uh, even if you're not competing, come down, support 580. Come support us if you know us, and just hang out and watch a a fun day of strongman. Youngstown is um, not that far from
2: Pittsburgh, so if you're in the Pittsburgh area, Youngstown is—it's like an hour drive in mass. Yeah. And you can
1: get—you so, can get a it.
0: We're gonna get those. <laughs> we're gonna get those guys on too, sure, and uh, and talk about the show a little bit. But I'm excited for that one. They got some food trucks. It was funny. They said on the Facebook page today, like we have 10, ten super heavyweights. So. Uh, that's bad news for the food trucks. <laughs> <laughs> they're, 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 rumor guys, they're
1: trying to tag Frawley, but since he doesn't have Facebook, they couldn't do it. Yeah,
2: I might set crazy. up like a William Smith one p- page one day or something. That's uh, like we that, talked about. So before. Frawley,
0: that's gonna be your first strongman show. Yes, sir. You're an open. So <clears throat> you're gonna have ten super heavyweights in your class, which is awesome. That's super competitive. How are you feeling leading up to your first ever strongman show?
2: Um, I'm pretty confident. I mean, I'm. Um, progressing well with the events, like I was hoping to through my prep, um, my cardio is starting to come around now, which is good. That was obviously my biggest concern coming from powerlifting. Like I had a good strength base built over probably Well, I've been lifting for 10 years, but truly powerlifting, I probably lifted for like three or four. So like I had a good strength basis always built, but like you don't move in powerlifting. So like picking 300 pounds up and moving with it is much different than just standing and squatting 700 pounds. So 100%. Um, I'd say the biggest thing is my conditioning and cardio that I'm concerned about, but I really noticed last week um, at, with like my moving events that it was starting to come around. So I think if I continue down the right path that I'm on, I'm going to be pretty much ready to go. So.
0: Oh yeah. That's yeah. one thing. That's one thing I think like, I look back at when I competed and and trained just for powerlifting. And now that I train and compete just for strongman is I think I focused too much on the three lifts and I got very muscle bound and it made my, it made my transition to strongman a lot harder. Like I was just, I was so stiff. I was horrible at moving events. When I first started, I couldn't, I wasn't worth a shit. Mm -hmm. I couldn't tie my shoes. Like it was just, that's what I kind of enjoy about strongman is that like I'm more athletic now. Like I sure. jump, I run, I, I throw stuff. I, so like, that's one thing, like even if you're competing in powerlifting and you're listening to this podcast, like, unless you're peaking, you're close to a, a powerlifting meet. Like I would suggest like a lot of moving events, like still like farmers carries uh, stuff that'll actually still carry over to your, your power list. but like you don't get so stiff. Like I'm not saying you have to do strongman but move a little bit
2: GPP is still r- very highly recommended among high level strength a- even powerlifting athletes like like if you're a powerlifter you should still be doing general physical preparedness like you should oh, still be doing yeah. cardio uh something I didn't do much of my real cardio the only real cardio I did when I was competing was high rep deadlifts and high rep squats and I mean they carried over for what I needed it to and I was in shape enough for a powerlifting meet but like if you can get your heart rate up and be in good cardio shape, it's only going to help you on the top end. I mean, like Josh said, you don't want to do it whenever you're peaking for a show, but like you should be doing it to be in good physical shape. Right. For sure.
0: Yeah. Like, and obviously general physical preparedness uh, depends on the sport. Right. So like, right. Like, and Dave, Dave Tate put it, it put it perfectly. Once he's like, everyone needs general physical preparedness. He's like for a powerlifter though. It's just getting up and walking, being able to walk for 15 minutes on a treadmill. Right. He's like, it's that simple. He's like, you don't need a lot of cardio, but it's amazing how winded and, and out of shape some power lifters are. Right. It's like that old school mindset of like, oh, it's not even like old school. Cause like, I feel like Louie and those guys have always been high on sled drags and stuff. Like yep. That. It's, it's just stupid to be like, oh, more than three reps is cardio and like that type of stuff. I think that's like, right, it's just stupid.
2: That's Jim Bro talk. I mean, anybody who anybody who has taken nine max effort attempts in a day, true max effort, right? Like that's basically what a powerlifting meet is. If you think you're going to go through an entire powerlifting meet and be able to put forth your max effort on all nine attempts, by the time you get to your third deadlift, if you don't do some sort of conditioning through your prep, you're you're not going to you're going to be gassed and your back's going to be pumped. Your hamstrings are gonna be fried. I mean, you're just you're gonna to be toast. So you've got to do something to get yourself into that type of shit, that type I of agree. shape.
0: And that's why, like, that's why too. That just reminded me like Furby. Furby, if you're not, if you don't go to 580 Barbell, he's one of our dummies down at the gym. <laughs> and uh, he's doing a mock meet on Saturday. And like I I made sure I got it through his head. Like, I recommend this for every power lifter and every strength athlete is specificity. Like I I told him come in on Saturday, bring snacks, bring a drink, like an energy drink you're going to drink, day of the meat, whatever, bring like peanut butter, jelly sandwiches, whatever you're planning on eating a meat day and actually do the nine attempts with the commands. You know, you don't have to take five, six hours like a powerlifting meet's going to be, but do it in two, three, four hours and really sure. feel what it's going to be to take nine true max efforts or nine attempts. I don't want at yep. least three max efforts. Yeah. And, and let your body feel like, Oh crap, this is what I'm going to feel coming up in nine, 16, 12, right. whatever weeks when he actually has to do it. Right. I think that's what I screwed up when I first got a strong man was I didn't spend enough time on the actual events. I was getting stronger and like it helped me, but like I didn't realize I could have shaved 10, 12 seconds off a keg medley by just practicing it more. Yep. So just being specific, I think for any strength sport, any sport in general, you got to be specific to a certain extent. When you're
2: getting prepared for a competition, absolutely. Right. 100%. Absolutely, you need and to be specific.
0: Like, and you can dial it into anything. It's like, my wrestlers don't just wrestle. Right. But as we get closer to their season, we're doing a lot more re- wrestling-specific stuff. They're doing sure. a lot more, like stuff that I feel like carries over to wrestling, a lot more bang for their buck. We we start moving a lot more. Right now they kind of just get to have fun and they get to get stronger, put on some muscle, look good for girls, but when we get in with 3 months closer to to the in-season stuff, that's when we really ramp it up and get specific.
2: That's why they call it off-season and in-season.
0: Right. Right. I mean and like I think people too they get like off-season like if you're really dedicated it's like this sounds this sounds like cliche but there's really not an off season there's just different right. cycles but i i mean to be to be simple to simplify it it's like yeah there's an off season right so you still you still need a goal in the off season absolutely like what do we talk about so we talked about it bring bring the 580 gym talk tonight to to the podcast too uh but what do we talk about like people compete so much that they can't have an off season and focus on getting stronger. Like it's, it's just the truth. Like, right. Dude, I love you, I love like, strong, man. I, I would compete every weekend if I could.
2: Right. But even like, if you do, even if you do six shows in a year, now that's a show every two months, right? When in that six show time frame. Do you expect to actually be able to get bigger and stronger and faster? Like, you're not giving yourself any time. Two months is not enough time to build any significant strength, speed, whatever you pick it. Um,
0: it's just so enough really, time, it's literally it's, enough time to start peaking for another. Show. I was just
2: going to say, it's literally you're just running a peak to peak to peak. Like, the, I, I don't. I mean, if you enjoy competing and that's what you want to do and that's what you want to get out of the sport, there's nothing wrong with that. But sure. I just don't know that you would ever truly progress to get any more competitive in the in the entire landscape right. versus just a local landscape. Yeah.
0: And, it yeah, it's, it's different for – so a couple things. It's different for amateurs versus professionals. Sure. Um, professionals, you start attributing things. Well, first off, you have to look at it. A professional strongman, uh, nine times out of ten has been training a lot longer under a barbell than an amateur. Um, they've have a lot more experience, they have a lot, they have a lot more uh conditioning, they everything. They also use a thing called PDs to recover. A lot a lot more professionals use PDs than amateurs. Um, That helps you recover whether you whether you know, I'm not saying that's the reason that they're professional strongmen, but they use it and helps you recover. And also look at it from a professional standpoint. Um, You know. If your boss says you're going to make a lot more money by working more, you're going to work more. A lot of people are going to work more. And that's these guys, they have a certain window where they are physically capable to perform and do these shows where you're now getting 20, 30, 50, $100,000 if you win. So it's like, yeah, I don't blame those guys for doing 15 shows a year because they are the best in the world and they're going to get paid.
2: But let's also look at the impact of competing at those pro level shows. Sure. I mean, how many guys at the Shaw Classic this past weekend got hurt? Tons.
0: I mean was well, it this weekend,
2: at, two weekends ago, whenever it was. But, well, yeah.
0: and, and look at World's Strongest Man. If you watch the grouping, uh they start with five people per group, and every almost every group every year goes down to four or three. There was wasn't there one group by the last event in qualifying three. that it, it had two. I think
2: there was three of them. Yeah. I think
0: I thought there was I I thought there was uh, group four. Went down. That would have been. It was, with, um,
1: it was with It um, was There was
0: one that definitely went to three. I know for sure. Yeah, I remember but regardless, that. Regardless, it's like the injury rate is so high because those guys are just pushing to the the absolute maximum. But take it take it back a step for the Hughes for keep for all his example right. So you're doing six shows a year, right? Yep. So if you if you're not stupid, most of the time you're doing a deload week into your show right? So you're basically doing nothing but active blood flow. You know, you, you don't want to be just an ass and just go sit on the couch and eat bonbons and go stagnant, but right. you're not, you're not getting stronger. You're not training. Yes. You're just moving around if you're doing like, and then, you know, nine times out of 10, probably more than that, 9.9 times out of 10, the average person needs a week to recover after the show. So if you're doing six shows a year, and then the two weeks, you know, before one week before and one week after that's 12 weeks of your 52 weeks you have in a year. So 12 weeks of your 52 week calendar year, you aren't training and getting better. You're not even, you're not even, you're not doing anything productive, but recovering or waiting to do a show. Right. So like, that's, I think for like, and like you said I mean if you if you're just in it like hey man I just like going and competing like that's good go compete sure. and yep. support the sport that's awesome but I think if you're talking about if you want to be really really good even great elite whatever I think like like 2 to 3 shows maybe four absolute max is Well now we're sticking obvious. with that,
2: like, it like you you have 12 weeks out of the year there's 52 weeks in a year now you have 40 weeks right you have right. 40 weeks so let's take that and divide that by are six shows. So that gives you about six and a half weeks. I, I, yeah, six and a half weeks per show to be able to prepare and get better at the events while still trying to figure out how to get stronger. And i mean, six week waves. I just don't see how you're going to make any actual strength gains. Any, any true progress is going to take at least three months right. in my opinion. That's so, like a
3: month and a half.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. And if you're and it, like, yeah, he's exactly right. Like if you're, I'm just beating a dead horse now, but like if you're peaking for a show two weeks out, three weeks out, you're not getting stronger. You're getting, Let's you're speak. getting good at the specific movements, right? You're, you're, you're shaving a second, two seconds, three seconds off your farmer's carry off your medley, off, you know, you're adding reps to your sandbag to shoulder, whatever. And that's great. You're going to be better long-term at those events, but you're not actually gaining muscle. You're not getting stronger, really. Like you're just getting better at that certain event. So it's like, you know, I think the off season, off season is like, if you do it right, I mean, it's so much more important than that peak. That's where the gains are made, baby. I mean, like for example, like I was, uh, I'm coaching uh, pork. Yeah, I don't know how to say his real name is George. I don't know how to say his last name. I just call him Pork Power. Pork goes to goes to our gym. Uh, young kid, but he, I mean, he's just hard headed. Will put do the work, whatever you put on the paper, he'll do. But like his off season, which he's not peaking for a show, whatever he put on his mock meat. Probably eighty to hundred pounds on his total, on his best right. total, and that's not peaking. I just saw like, okay, this dude's conditioning just absolutely sucks because he's in that powerlifting mindset doing one rep maxes all the time. Looking he doesn't have pork. a structure. So like, just adding a structure in that in that off season, and he did everything in that four month off season that I programmed for him, and now he's peaking for a show, and he's going to do awesome. Like, it's funny gonna-
2: too because he told me he, like that you're having him do some conditioning type sets and conditioning type workouts. He's like, these suck. But I tell you what, I can really feel a difference now in my lifts. It's like, yeah, <laughs>
1: That's mean, you he's doing. doing.
0: like he's doing three sets of three pause deadlifts, like right. full second, two second pause deadlifts with what his max triples like were, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, it's, and just adding like, some just like I said for powerlifting doesn't have to be a lot like the dude's not gonna pork's not gonna I I like the guy but he's not gonna run a marathon now but he can do he can do 10 squats in a row at a moderate percentage without you know needing to take a 45 minute break and grab an inhaler and go eat a freaking ho-ho and a subway sandwich you know he can do three sets of 10 now very efficiently and he's doing like four four sets of seven stuff like that like it goes just but that's a long way of getting to uh, just attacking weaknesses in the offseason, putting on some muscle, whatever you're bad at, and it goes such a long way.
2: Yep. It's a really good point. That was, that was a good topic to bring up yeah, for it's, sure.
0: It's, I just it, – it's always been something that perplexes me. Like, I'll, even when I liked competing in powerlifting, I, I never wanted to do – my rule with powerlifting was always two shows a year. I picked yeah, a I would do three. show. And I, spr- I we picked a uh, fall show, and yep. that was that's how we did it. Yeah, and that was that's always, you know, that's always. Yep. awesome.
2: that's good to touch on. I mean, it's good. To c- it came up in the gym organically today too. So yeah, that's a good point.
0: Oh yeah. Um. What else? What else? I just feel like I talked for like four hours. What else we got this week? I mean, I got more stuff. I got something that that we talked about today that pissed me off. I got. Uh, we got some good questions. A uh, couple, not a lot, um, but what what do you guys have? What do you guys, what's on your guys' mind, Dante? How, first off, we talked about Ohio's strongest goal. We'd see you see how Dante stands up when I bring his name up because he thinks I'm <laughs> about to try to read. Like, he went. What you got? went Hair, rewind the that the YouTube video Dante. Stand up. Rewind <laughs> that YouTube if you're watching YouTube. Dante goes. He like sat up, but, uh, <laughs> but we talked about we talked about Ohio's strongest. Um, we talked about something else at the beginning, another show. I can't remember what show we talked about. Battle uh, at the bridge. bridge. Battle at the, the bridge. The one that you're running. That's, you know, that's, a, that's an important <laughs> your one. Your own show. Wow. How do you feel? How do you feel for nationals, Dante? We're like less than six weeks out.
1: I Honestly, I'm feeling pretty good. Like we're
0: five. So we'll have starting this Saturday, we'll have four training, four full training weeks left.
1: Yeah. Like we're my log, it. my log and axe were taking a dip for a while, but it seems to like getting back on track for that a little bit. But I feel like all my other events are actually pretty much going pretty well. Yeah, you got a little YouTube series. Yeah, I got a little YouTube series going on my YouTube, Camp Trello. Yeah, but we're not talking about out. that now. We're talking about the
0: 580 show. That's all right. <laughs> you, can, you can promote yourself. You can shout it out, dude. Yeah, Jesus. No, 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 no. no. But, uh, but yeah, I just, I'm feeling great. Like, I just hope I don't go to Nash. I'm going to be like such a dickbag if I go to Nationals and I just zero three out of six events and like we talked about it for like a year i'm gonna tell
2: you this like if you guys suck at the wheelbarrow don't even come back to 580 you got the freaking implement yeah if you guys don't both do well at, i'm taking my wheelbarrow, fourth wheelbarrow.
0: i love i seriously I'm, love that i love that wheelbarrow up. the only thing that you. sucks about the wheelbarrow is loading and unloading the plates <laughs> it takes like 30 it literally adds 30 minutes to your workout because like i for my weight my wheelbarrow running my deadlift. I have eighteen forty fives on the wheelbarrow implement. Dante has twenty two.
2: It's
1: just well, I get
2: change plates too,
0: and you get some change plates.
2: I was just gonna say you got to put thirty seven plates on it. That's why it sucks so bad.
0: But you know what? Like Vaughn actually, he was the one that got me to sign up for nationals, whether he knows it or not. And like, I was on the fence, and I was like, I don't want to go to nationals until I think I'm like top five. And I don't think I'm there yet realistically. Um, but he's like, you know what, that's the wrong way to look at it. Uh, he's like, go, you're strong enough. Um, and just go and get the experience of being around the guys that are way stronger than you. And you're going to pick up stuff from them. You're going to learn, you're gonna have a good weekend and just go do it. And I think like him saying that, like I committed and I started to like, be like, okay, I do belong here and I can like compete with these guys. And, uh, I think it's pushing me a lot. I never thought my overhead was gonna go up this much in the last like couple. It's months. Coming around, dude. It's coming your around. Your overhead's coming around. I still sure. have a baby overhead, but it's it's yep. coming around. Hey, don't we
2: all? I told, I said the same thing to Dante too. I was like, dude, we were talking about him signing up for nationals, and I'm like, you're 24 years old. You're going to nationals. Like, yeah. think about where you're going to be in three years when you're 27, 28 now. Right. And when you have three nationals under your belt. all the all that experience from being at that big of a show like yeah i mean you could be the big fish in the small pond all you want at local shows but like going to nationals is going to push you over to a new level because now you know where you need to be to be competitive at a national level not a local level show Mm -hmm. you know it's only going to be better for you right and also
0: so we so we bashed we we just talked like 10 minutes bashing people who compete too much, I'll say something nice now. One po- very positive thing that comes out of competing, whether it's a lot or a little, the biggest thing, that co- two things that come out of competing. You see the weights you have to hit, right? Uh, in strongman, like in powerlifting, you go and it's like, okay, I do my best. I hit my three top sets and, and whatever for each lift. But powerlifting, for example, like I for nationals, my axle clean and press for reps is 255. My PR before I signed up for nationals on Axel was under 225. But having that goal and then prepping to hit a rep with 255, I've, I've successfully hit 245 now. So I'm within 10 pounds, which I never I didn't think I would be anytime soon. I tripled 225 tonight, which is a 10-pound PR. So I'm getting very close to 255. So I think a positive is it puts those numbers into your brain. You say, oh, that, that guy in my class that I'm going against can do it. I should be able to do it. How do I get it? It it focuses you and it just pushes you to another level. If that makes sense. It
2: makes you go like, Oh, the people in my weight class are expected to hit this number. Therefore I need to hit this number. Right. You know what I mean? Like you don't, you can set your own expectations, which is fine. But like when you start to, when you want to be competitive at a high level, you like, okay, the people in my class are doing this. I need to be able to do this as well. And it just pushes you that much harder.
0: hundred percent. And like just, it probably already kind of said it, but just going, meeting the guys in your class, you, you'll, you'll make, like, friends, acquaintances, whatever. You'll stay in touch with those guys. And the, ones that are, the ones that are way stronger than you, you say, all right, what do you do? Like, you have... Your overhead is 50 pounds better than mine. Your overhead is 75 pounds better. Like, what the hell do you do? Right. And th- they'll help you. Like, you right. know, so it's like... <clears throat> That's those are those are positives that come with competing. Like, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of positives that come to competing. You learn, sure. you learn a lot. It's crazy too. Like, I, my first strongman show ever, Riley was at, I missed, I missed a 170 log. <laughs> That's crazy it. to think about. A one, yeah. a 170 log. I'm doing my speed work, you know, with like 175 now. Yeah. Like, it's just crazy. How long ago was that? Three years. A uh, little over three years ago now. Was yeah. there a weight, like a body weight difference for you? Uh I can't I remember where like, you were. Maybe like, I mean it was same class I competed now. Right. Um, I was probably like four or five pounds lighter than I am now. I weighed, crazy. I weigh I think I weighed in for that show at like one seventy two. So I was a little lighter, but I walk around like one seventy seven right now. But uh, but I That's mean, real. You know, to answer your question, really now so uh that's that's a good way to look at it it's insane it's insane to look back at that but yeah that's um i don't know there's there's a lot of good that comes out of competing i remember how much i learned that first show um yeah that's what i'm nervous about (laughs) first show like
2: what what are the little tips and tricks and stuff that i didn't prepare for that i'm going to run into it's inevitable i mean you guys have have helped me prepare immensely but yeah you, know, you, you can't prepare me for everything but that's just part of the the journey and the fun just, so
1: just yeah. don't be a nervous you wreck know? like me and actually be able to eat in the morning and
0: yeah yeah see so yeah, that was that I, was weird that was weird i just
2: like i have trouble eating in the morning to begin with so
1: me and josh had breakfast and i had like I, two bites of food
0: yeah dante <laughs> ordered literally the biggest breakfast you couldn't had like a, a half a piece of potato home fry and like a bite of an egg i was like i'm just
1: gonna go to the bathroom
0: yeah I will say like, too, I got for all you, you're a different scenario because you're surrounded by people that have competed at shows. When I decided to do a show, like Derek was the only person in our gym at the time that had actually done a sanctioned show. And like, so I didn't, and I signed up like really close to the show. I didn't have a lot of guidance. So it was like, I'm glad I did novice my first show for sure. It's different because like strongman Saturdays we have now, like it's, Basically, like you're doing like a limited show every Saturday. Like, you- yeah, I mean,
2: I go up to you guys all the time, like, hey, is the show going to be like this or is it like this? Like, yeah. what, is- like the other day when I dropped the keg, I was like, do I need to worry about setting the keg up? You're like, more than likely the keg needs to be set up when you put yeah. it down. Just little stuff like that has helped me like prepare mentally. So I can't imagine without somebody being there to have that guidance, they can kind of like point me in the right direction. So right. That definitely makes it more tough for sure. So pay
0: attention. Pay attention. I'm not joking. This, Sounds obvious, but a lot of people don't and are afraid to ask questions. The rules meeting is the most – that's the most important – besides your lifts that day, that is the most important time of the day for you. Like, I screwed up in in March when Dante and I did PA Dutch, and, like, we got there kind of late. Like, later – it just ran a different format than I'm used to. and I
1: I, I wouldn't say we were late. It just – I the warm, wasn't warm-ups that, felt rushed.
0: Yeah, but but regardless, like get there early, and if there's something like you're like, hey, can I do this with the sandbag? Can I grab this like this? Can I use this belt? Ask then, because chances are, and like i every single one of our elementary teachers said this, but like if you're if you're you have that question, chances are someone else does. Somebody else. If you're in a room too. with a hundred plus competitors. Ask the questions, right? Like seriously, ask the questions because. It, it, will give you, it will give you a huge advantage. Take the time when you're – and also, when you're going to do your event, take the time to set up the implements how you want to do it. If you're doing sandbags, set the sandbags up. You're doing barrel carries, set, take your time. Don't just set them up because some bozo before you set them up crooked and went and rushed. Don't do that. Take your time, set everything up, and ask questions. That's the biggest thing.
3: Ask the judge when you get there too. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so I, I think there's a lot of uh, positives come out of competing, too. Um, and I, I feel bad. I didn't even ask Riley. He's, it's his first. So Riley did an unsanctioned show, but it's his first sanctioned show coming up. It's been a long time coming. So how are you feeling, Riley? You feeling good? Confident? What's up? Just starting my uh,
3: specific training. There's a couple events I want to really work on and get better at, but overall pretty confident.
0: So you have five events at Ohio Strongest. What yep. what events are you most confident about? What do you need the most improvement on?
3: My deadlift sucks, and then sandbag over sandbag to shoulder. Yeah, that's just sure, conditioning.
0: Sure. I think you'll do good at sandbag. <laughs> what's your what's your weight? Is it two hundred? Two hundred, I think. That'll be heavy. It's yeah. a it's a heavy. I like this show. Like I, the weights are it's pretty big. heavy. It's it takes strong. a lot
3: more out of you than people think. Yeah, yeah. it's
0: strong man for sure. It's
3: gonna be a dogfight for me and Josh with one week of it's, prep. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean I, I've said it.
3: Talk about doing too many shows.
0: Yeah, I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm not gonna do it if uh, a couple of things. If I feel beat up from nationals, I'm not gonna do it. If I feel good, i will show up, I'll have a good time, I'll compete, and then I'll really get into my off season training. If I qualify for the Arnold, um that would obviously I won't be complaining about that. I'll I will uh
2: don't I do it. Co-
0: I will go into my training for the arm. I won't do the yeah. show, no. and I can just. Post- I told you that today. You're like, no, nah, I'm gonna do it anyway. I'm like no,
2: <laughs> like you're not doing it. If you sign- well, if you I told you. I Arnold, told
0: you why I wanted to do it. Uh, we won't say it on the.
2: We're not saying that, but <laughs> if you qualify for an Arnold, I'm banning you from competing okay. at the goal.
0: And it's also my beautiful fiance's first show, so I, Allie. I need to support her too. A lot of people's first show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sandbag to shoulder
2: kind of sucks. It's tough.
0: Yeah. But it's it's heavy,
2: man. It's tough.
0: Yeah. It's just going to be, if I do it, it's going to, and Dante too. Like the only (laughs) thing we really train for would be the log, I guess. And we're training,
1: I mean, deadlift for reps, but different deadlift for
0: reps, but it's a completely different movement. Yeah. But I mean, our speed, our speed,
1: our speed,
0: I mean, yeah, it's, it's true it's not like
2: right. how, it's not like you forget how to pull on a deadlift bar That's you know true. if it was the other way i'd be more concerned if you were training constantly on a deadlift bar and then right. had to do the gorilla deadlift on one week's prep i'd be more concerned about
0: that yeah i am i'm gonna use the mike Bardos fu bar a lot in the off season Ooh, i i, I also about gonna, it i was talking about that today there, so mike Bardos mb power center he makes an a crazy bar it's like the, the thickness between an axle and a normal barbell. And it's as stiff as a barbell as you can make. It weighs 50 pounds. It's, it's called the FU bar. It's pretty self-explanatory. But it's just, the bar is just insanely difficult. I'm going to pull on that a lot in the offseason. So when I go to a normal deadlift bar, I feel great. I'm excited to use it. But, yeah, we'll see. It's kind of like, it's kind of a more advanced, like, stiff bar wave. I guess. Definitely, man. A stiff bar is the way to go. It is. It's. Brutal. You get back on the deadlift bar after running a stiff bar wave, yeah. and it just feels
2: different. It's like pulling on a freaking noodle. <laughs> right.
3: <laughs> that was. Uh,
0: I rally. I think you'll do good at the log.
3: Yeah, my my uh my first practice that went pretty well. I just gotta be more consistent throughout the whole minute instead of gassing myself out. I think.
0: Uh, yeah. I think you'll do good at the hold. The hold is heavy. The hold is heavy.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Riley, what's your hold per hand?
3: I think it's 250.
0: 250 per hand. That's what I was gonna say. Yeah. So I mean it's really it, it, a it's a five pound deadlift and then a hold. It's, it's a fire. Farm, it's, yeah. it's farmers
1: again, right? It's not Danny yeah, yeah, It's, it's farmers. Thank God. Your class's deadlift is 455
0: for reps. So yeah.
1: I think I think our grip's gonna be fine, yeah. Josh, because that wheelbarrow
3: freaking oh sucks my for
0: grip. God. It really does.
3: I just want to yeah. make sure I warm up correctly and stay hydrated and keep my energy up because that's a lot keep of that, things and keep life. that grip, mountain long, baby. That's all. That's
0: don't a lot Do of what you did for the Pig Iron up. Classic. I,
3: no, that's a lot of things that screwed me up. I mean, it was my first show, so I kind of yeah. expected something like that to go wrong. But and I was way too nice. Like, while other people were warming up. I was like, oh yeah, you can use it, you can use it. And then I just didn't warm up enough as I needed to. Yeah. So.
0: For sure. It'll be, it, I mean, so you, you have a little bit of experience. You've been to shows. You've helped run shows. So you, you kind Yeah, of I've, I've, like, I've just
3: experienced being around it a lot more yeah. since then.
0: You'll, you'll be, it'll be a really good experience for all of us. It's so cool that we have so many people going, so many first timers, so many people from 580 and affiliated with us and like going, and it's only like 40 something minutes from our house. Like that's awesome. Right. Yeah. So it's going to be an awesome day. That was um, the number one reason
2: I signed up for it was because it was so close.
0: Yeah. Anyone have any Anywho. other topics before we take questions?
2: No, my week has been eventless. My i
0: had a question for like me a probably. down
2: week. What's up? I oh, a- yeah. Yeah. Dante's staying in his buddy Russo's house and he stayed at my house over like when I went on vacation two weeks ago and I was like Dante. So like when you go and like stay and watch other people's houses, there's like your mom has to feed your snake. My snake's on a
1: hunger strike right now.
2: Uh, yeah i mean i wouldn't feed your damn snake like i would I mean, do she le- my
1: snake legit hasn't eaten in like five months
2: like what? i would i five would feed months? your snake
1: yeah my snake hasn't eaten in five months she still poops
0: that's insane, that's a dude. that's a catabolic snake Oh the exotic
1: pest store said that she's trying to breed right now i guess so she's not trying to waste her energy eating
2: bro she's gonna eat you you know yeah. We talked about that I think before. That's
0: what, I think that's what she's doing. She's sizing Dante up to eat him.
2: Good luck. He's waiting for that big meal. I would feed your snake for you while you're on vacation because you're my friend, but I would be terrified of it. Oh, I would, not. If it, I would ever, do it too, I would not. but I would be if so it, scared. If it ever did one of these, like the, uh, like, if it did one of them, your snake's dead. Like I'm killing it. Yeah, I'm done. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'll get you a new one. I'll get a gardener out of the out of my side yard <laughs> and put it in your thing and replace it but like think, that thing's dead I think I know the difference if yeah. it does like a f- 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 at me I didn't. done yeah. it only what does it like if you your, freak it out what about like your lizard like do you feed it or is it like hunger strike when you're not there too
0: what is snakes eat rats and shit
1: yeah they can eat birds, birds too
0: birds
2: I've only ever fed
1: that's it
0: it's barbaric rats. as hell
2: that's freaking
0: nuts
1: my lizards
2: just eat crickets and worms yeah See, I can get down with crickets. That's not a big deal. Yeah, they're annoying. But like, like right dangling like one of them little mouse over a freaking ball python. Like, nope, nope.
0: So, if it's feeding day, I guess I'm, I'm interested in this lizard talk again. So, <laughs> if it's feeding day, do you go and get the crickets like fresh? Like how how often does a lizard eat, or do you just have crickets like keeping you up in your room?
1: Well, I used to have big crickets, but they kept chirping and they kept keeping me up at night. So I don't really feed them crickets anymore, only every once in a while. But I used to feed them every, every two or three days. Yeah, And I'll just pretty much feed them mealworms now.
0: Do you They're ever go easy. to a reptile uh, expo?
1: I've been to like five.
0: What are they like?
1: just a bunch of people on t- tables i always wonder it's like the arnold but for like reptiles i was gonna say which one would you rather go to? <laughs> it's no, like that's it's, scary. it's like di- it's like different vendors and there's like king cobras I just,
0: just walking around with snakes on their like shoulder yeah. and stuff and they're just like like there are people you know, that walk I'm around sh-
1: a tag is tag is like on their shoulders
0: oh that's do so
2: people scary. like do people when they walk around at these conventions do they like hiss their tongue at people like snakes do you know like, what you know what? There's one coming up, and I'm going to take you guys. <laughs> I'm
1: no, not.
0: I'm uh-huh. Nope. I'm not a lizard guy. Nope. You can tell us about it. You know, how so- like
2: sometimes you just know when you're not welcome to areas. Like that's one for me. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not going. going out. I'm honestly, not
1: honestly, you'll find anybody there. Like just weird people, normal people, whatever, you, whatever kind of people.
2: They're all weird lizard people, so they're all yeah. going to be weird.
1: It's I'm really out. like it's literally like the Arnold, but for like. Reptiles instead of supplements. I don't want to go
2: see. Have you ever watched Anaconda, like the movie? That's terrifying.
3: They don't have those ones there. They better not. They're out in the freaking. At least not not the ones I've been. Good lord! Instead of pre-workout samples, they give out boxes of crickets or something. They do have cheap.
1: They do have cheap (laughs) feeder feeder insects there, though.
0: I usually stock up when I go. Yeah. All right. Well, we've we've spent way too much time on lizards. I love it. We got any questions? I've also, I've also, this week? I've also it, bread. Never mind. This is, this is a good first question. I was fired after this question. Favorite cookie to eat at a wedding? Ooh. That's a good question. So, first off, I did not know. I've told a million people that this this week.
2: You're going to tell me that the cookie table is a Pittsburgh thing.
0: That's a Pittsburgh thing. You didn't I know, did that not that's a know that. I did not know that. I didn't yeah. know it. That's. Right. I knew I found out one week ago that it's a Pittsburgh. Everybody That's a literally 100% says a Pittsburgh thing. cookie table. Yeah. I didn't know it was just I so there's no good. way it's just a Pittsburgh thing. It That's is. a it's, it's mainly a Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Thing. It's not even yeah. like a Pennsylvania thing like east no. like Philadelphia doesn't do it.
1: So right. if I go to my wedding in Colorado there's not going to be a cookie table.
2: No. Are they from Pittsburgh? They'll, they'll have no. cake. Then they probably won't they'll have, just a have cake. 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 Like putting fries on i thought
0: every mom that was like involved in the wedding just made a batch of cookies and just put it on a table for every single wedding that ever happened
2: you know those like little cookies that are like just a little bit bigger than like a vanil- vanilla wafer and they're they're the lemon with like the
3: frosty oh, those cookies. dude, dude oh, i can
0: a, a cookie oh. table just
3: hey i think, rather, I, think I saw you at, at that cookie table for a straight
0: hour Riley saw me eat legitimately 50 cookies on Friday last Friday.
2: So you had to reset your meals on track for counting, huh? Oh yeah. Yeah, that it was, one my was, one, it was. My to... one
0: free meal, and I just ran. When uh, I see I that, that, that green light, free six I just meals. go. I just go. What is
2: what are your guys' favorite cookies? I got I gave my I gotta know this. I'm
0: cookies? a big Ladylock guy. Ooh, That's not bad. I hate those. I they're okay. Those. I, like I hate, I hate those. Did he say Ladylock? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's how do you feel about that? That's the grossest. Oh, no, it's not. It,
1: it, it, if you get the that's good one, that's
0: disturbing. Ones. If you, that like, you can have one cookie and you pick a lady lock.
1: dude, I grew up on this <laughs> thing. That's those
0: disturbing. Things. I don't care if you grew up on them. That's disturbing. Grandma <laughs> Claire used lady to make lock, them like oh, oh, I'd rather eat dog food than a lady lock. Um, oh, like the ones with Reese's
3: like... cups, but I just hate how they break apart. Those are so great. Easy. Ooh, those are good. You can't go wrong with chocolate chips, though.
0: If they have, that's true. That's that's a good point. But if I'm if if they have cheesecake bites, oh, uh, those aren't cookies though. They're They're at at the the cookie cookie table. table. It's at the cookie table. Okay. If they have cheesecake bites, or if they have like I like the ones Riley said. Chocolate chips are really good. I like I like trying new stuff though. Like they had these like caramel almond. Chocolate mixed ones, they had like Oreo bites at the cookie table. I was at the Oreo bites, Ooh, were Oreo bites, bro. The Oreo bites, bro. There was a hundred thousand cookies at this wedding. We were at there's oh, a yeah. hundred thousand cookies. It was every guest could have eaten a thousand cookies and there would have still been cookies left. It was insane.
2: That sounds about right. Yeah, there's but, always too many, but
0: yeah, that lady locks pissed me off. <laughs> no
3: riley what's your favorite one the peanut butter cup cookie i said i like them but i just hate how they break apart so easy so it's yeah i get that I one really depends, wonder
0: it really depends on the wedding though it depends like sure. what the yeah i like i awful. like the
3: specialty ones like i like yeah. all the ones josh listed so it, it just depends what's there you know
0: depends how bougie but if i had to go like an absolute lock i would do chocolate chip or snickerdoodle. So boring yeah snickerdoodles kidding.
1: are
2: pretty fire Chocolate chips, the most cookie cutter answer is. I know, but they're, but <laughs> That's they're so just cookie so damn cutter.
3: Good. They're so damn good. I'd rather have some Oreos on my cookie table.
0: Don't do that. I'm not getting into this Don't again. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Only day one listeners get that. <laughs> <laughs> Next question um, How does coaching training uh, differ for different groups? Uh, like for example, training your athletes versus a female novice for someone 10 plus years experience. Um, we actually kind of already talked about it already, but it's specificity. So to that exact thing, what you're doing, um, it's good question. Yeah. Yeah. That was Allie that asked. So I have to give her credit. That's a good uh, question. But, uh. Like, I mean, it's just going to be different. It just depends on on what you are. Like, a cross country runner is going to need a completely different model than a wrestler, than a strongman, than a, like, there's just so many different types of strength endurance. Right. And, uh, like, there is, it's just, a, there's just different types of, of training that you need to do. Um, right. Like, a soccer player, a wrestler, a basketball player, they're doing quick, short, bursts for a longer time um that's like non-linear anaerobic strength uh and like that's it's just different than like a cross-country runner who's just running for a long period of time so it's just kind of figuring out what the goals are and what the specific sport is and it, it goes right. into that we yeah, talked so a lot like, about strong man
2: i mean i think like like just from a very quick explanation so like a, a novice lifter you're going to have Uh, just a base of strength training we need to get you stronger because you're just starting right an athlete's going to focus more on explosive movements um building the explosive power if they're an endurance athlete you're going to train more for endurance right and then an advanced lifter you're going to be like okay you're strong but where do you suck right where are your weaknesses we need to fix your weaknesses and then you just kind of build from there but like that's the it's definitely different that's a good question yeah, you could talk. You could do three episodes
0: on that topic honestly, alone. That's a, that's yeah. a great. It's a great question.
2: Um,
0: yeah, one hundred percent. Best fantasy football punishment for losing. We have fantasy football. Our league, our league did the best one. So the club. A guy yeah. in our league. <laughs> that this is our, I believe, like probably twelfth year of our Beaver Boys League, um, but. He he broke some rules of our league and our commissioner struck down and him versus another guy that broke rules, had to go against each other. And then the loser of that had to stand in front of the courthouse for two full hours, two full hours with a sign that said Beaver needs a strip club. And (laughs) he went absolutely viral. It was on a Friday during like rush hour when people are coming in and out of the courthouse, cars on Main Street, just non-stop and he i forget how many shares this got on facebook but our fantasy league got over i'm pretty sure it's over 500 shares (laughs) on facebook and it was like beaver beaver let me get the exact picture up i'll look it up i have it on my instagram right here it said honk if you want a strip club in beaver and it's uh big joe standing in front of the courthouse and it's just people honking at him for two hours straight there's a lot of honks dude i can't (laughs) remember like
2: like we were mutual Instagram followers at the time. So like I didn't know you guys, but like I remember seeing that picture posted. And I seriously remember busting a gut. Like I was like, is that real? Like literally laughing so hard like, when people I came to realize it,
0: it was, was so hours. funny. It was yeah, two it was hours. So
2: funny.
1: So it's we were waiting Instagram? to
0: go we were waiting yeah. to go on a bachelor party, but before we left he had to complete that task. Mm-hmm. So we all just uh sat on a bench across the street. And just watch and laugh for for over an hour, just straight. He just had to stand there. It was hilarious.
1: You want me? You want me show the picture?
0: Oh yeah, sure. Yeah. This, this is gonna boost put our YouTube uh, views up. But yeah. Oh my god, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Great caption by me. Somebody finally had the balls to speak up. Great caption. Go follow me. But <laughs> that's gold. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. What other what other punishments have you guys seen that are good? There's so many like cookie cutter ones now. Like there's like the I mean, whoever loses our league every year has to uh, sing the national anthem and buy all the food for the draft. We've always done that. Um, I had to do it off our off the deck of our uh, house we rented in Putten
3: Bay, and there was yeah. like tons <laughs> of people walking past. I was yeah. doing my like
0: singing the national anthem is a lot. More stressful than it seems, even though it's in front of your friends, it's a lot more stressful than it seems.
3: <laughs> yeah, mine wasn't.
0: Yeah.
3: My league, um,
1: I've only been in my league for like three years. We don't do that, and I keep trying to have people like do it, but I'm like with a bunch of like my older cousins and family, and they're like, Yeah, we don't do that. yeah.
2: I saw I've seen it before where like people have to get tattoos to I, like, I, suck I like in the, fantasy football.
0: Yeah, I like the tattoo. The winner gets to choose the loser's tattoo. That's pretty mm-hmm, fun. Yeah.
1: I do that's like I good. do like standing in front of like a building or something with a sign. Like
0: I still cool. have that sign too. I still have it. It's sitting in my one closet. That's a good question with fantasy football. Oh, it's, a, it's here. So hmm. um well, I'm on the wrong Instagram page. Got it. Hey, also shout out to Abby and Rob for moving their karate studio. Congrats oh, on that. Yeah. Forgot about yeah, that. That's cool. It did too early. Congratulations, yeah um jerry said steel city next weekend he's excited yeah that's gonna be an awesome show i'm, I'm bummed out i can't go
3: yeah that really so. Sucks. vaughn's
0: vaughn show steel city strongest strong back in pittsburgh um it is september 18th saturday at legends of pittsburgh if you're interested in go and go check it out it's gonna be an awesome show you'll see me you can go back and you can go back and listen to to uh we had vaughn on talked about the show uh, we had a really good episode about that. So if you want to go listen, you know, Vaughn knows we're supporting them and everything. Dante's going to be doing what there? I'm going
1: to be doing a live
0: uh, production. Well, not live, but
1: kind of like how they film World's Strongest Man. They release it after. Nice. Oh, know. yeah.
0: Shout out to Tom
2: Stoltman for winning this past weekend. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. sorry. I'm going to release
1: every event like one month after the other. That's hilarious. Um, uh, I'm gonna try to, I'm gonna try to make it look as professional as possible and make it like a seamless view for people who will miss the show who want to see it.
2: Yeah, that'll be cool. I'll watch it.
0: Well, those are all the good questions from this week. Um, do we have anything else we're missing before we wrap it up? Great episode this week.
2: Big announcements yeah. getting closer, Closer and closer by the day. By the day, I can't wait. I seriously can't wait. I texted Josh early and said, I can't wait for this to go public.
0: I would say – so the episode's release on Sundays. So this Sunday will be the 12th, 19th. I think maybe the 26th.
2: Don't get my hopes up, man. That's I, I'm maybe. I don't know. Don't get my hopes up.
0: I'm so damn excited. but We will see you guys. You know, Milestone 40. It's another Milestone next week. Episode 40. It's crazy. That we're almost at our year. And we got to do something big for the year anniversary of the show. Yeah. What was, what was Eight, the first date? Me, Riley. Well, it's 50. We do one every Sunday. So 52 will be one year. Yeah. But we uh, it's crazy. We used to do it on like the reverse hyper at the gym or in like the storage closet at the gym. Just stand Meet, around. Riley and Dante It's crazy.
1: I mean, but the we have, live, live ones are always fun too. They, they are. Just,
0: we got. We should. We should do a live. We should do a live show for our year, and do some. You think giveaways. that's a good idea? We should do some giveaways too.
2: Yeah, we can do live giveaways.
0: Yeah, we should do that. It's a good call idea. The pe- we should do all the people live on the podcast. December twenty first. Yeah, we can like, give. We can give release. away. No, I'm not gonna say anything. Can't say anything. Yeah, don't get. But, don't um, do that yet. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Cut that off. Yeah. Uh, so so a
1: week after five eighty strongest would be a year.
0: Yeah. Maybe we'll do a live show at five eighty strongest for our year show. At the at like the after part. And then release it. Release it the next after. week. Yeah. Do a live oh, show the banquet at five eighty strongest. We'll have the mics and everything. That'd be fun.
1: Yeah. And we'll do, it. We'll do the pre show to be released the day after and then the week after it'll be the post. We season. could even do
0: it the day before. Five A strong. Yeah, I don't, I don't know, endless possibilities. But we'll figure it out. Yeah, we appreciate everyone uh coming along. If you guys could do us a favor, uh subscribe to this podcast. If you're listening to this right now, subscribe to the podcast, leave us a review. Those two things help us a lot. Subscribe and leave us a review. Um, and just tell tell friends to listen to the podcast, tell friends, family, whatever, uh, to listen to the podcast. It really helps us out a lot. We enjoy doing it. So um, but Throw thank us you a guys. Like
2: on the YouTube channel
0: yeah uh share this stuff we we really appreciate it and uh thank you guys for all the support for 580 barbell this podcast um yeah we'll have some big news coming up uh follow us on instagram 580 barbell like us on facebook 580 barbell if you're not a member come down and check it out we got a lot of cool things coming up uh yeah strongest gym in the area
2: pretty much it get with the times guys later
0: follow follow Riley. It. Great job, guys.